Welcome to the Maximum Movie Podcast, where we promote eating your fucking cinnamon rolls, bitch. Go eat them, motherfucker. Hello, welcome to the Maximum Movie Podcast. This is your host, Blake Layton. And today we're going to be talking about the new Spielberg movie, The Fablemans. Now this movie is about Spielberg, essentially. It's about his childhood. It's not actually, like, called... Like, it's not... He's not called Steven Spielberg in the movie for some reason. He's called, like, Sam Fableman. Not sure why they did that, but, you know, whatever. But yeah, this movie is really just about him. It's an autobiography, and uh, the movie stars it's a relative newcomer to the scene, Gabriel LaBelle. I actually have not seen him in anything else other than this. He plays uh, Spielberg for most of the movie. He actually does a really good job, I'm not going to lie. He's one of the best leads Spielberg has had in a movie in a long time. Um, Michelle Williams plays his mom, and then Paul Dano is his dad. Seth Rogen is his surrogate uncle. And then there's a few other random actors in there as well. Like, Jude Hirsch has a cameo. And uh, uh, there's a few other random actors that show up that I don't really want to spoil. But for the most part, that's really the cast. Um, oh, also, there's Sammy's sisters. I don't really know who, who plays the sisters. Uh, oh, yeah. Julia Butters plays Reggie Fableman. And Keely Karsten plays Natalie Fableman. So... There you go. But yeah, everyone in the movie did really good. All great actors across the board. Great job. And, uh, yeah, so as far as the movie goes itself, I... So, just up front, I... Growing up, I grew up on Spielberg. He's my main inspiration for being into movies in the first place. I mean, I wouldn't be making this podcast if it weren't for him. Like, Jurassic Park, Jaws, E.T., all those movies are what got me into filmmaking. So I definitely have a bias for Spielberg. I, I like I love him to death. So, but I have to say this movie was incredible. I absolutely loved this movie, and partly because I related to it so much because it's about a kid growing up with passion for filmmaking. Like, I I just I love that concept, and this movie is does it expertly. So I, like not only did I like it in general, like as a like story-wise and acting-wise and technically-wise, but I also related to it personally, so there's that added level of, wow, I really like this. And also, it's a Spielberg movie, so it has all those little mannerisms that I already love in the John Williams score. I mean, it's just a cherry on top. But I I really did love this movie, I'm not going to lie. And to be honest, this is the best Spielberg movie I've seen since... Because I've seen all those movies like, all of his movies over and over and over again. And I'm a huge Spielberg fan, but that doesn't mean I like all of his movies. But, like, his la- his latest movies, um, Ready Player One, I rewatched that. I was not a big fan of that movie. I'm really not going to lie. I did, I, I, that movie was not that good. Um, the Post was okay, I guess. It wasn't anything special. I didn't watch his musical movie that came out this year. Uh, I heard it was good, though. Um, BFG, I just straight up didn't like. And, uh, I don't know, a lot of his movies just... Lately, haven't been anything crazy, but this this is a return to form for him. I I really really think this is a special movie. 
Like I, I, I personally love this movie. Love it. I saw Knives Out as well the same weekend, and seeing both of those back to back was awesome because I haven't seen movies that are this good in theaters in so long, and it just felt so refreshing to finally see movies like this again. But uh, we'll just start. We'll just straight go into the plot, and uh, I'll go through it. Spoilers, of course, for the Fablemans. Um, but yeah, here we go. So the film starts out and. It starts out pretty, like, I kind of assumed it started this way. It starts out with a young uh, Sammy Fableman or a young Steven Spielberg going to see his first movie with his mom and dad. And it's it's one of those, uh, like, silentish movies with, like, the trains crashing and some of those old ones. And he's, like, captured by it and is, he's completely just, you know, his whole, like, worldview has changed after seeing this film. And I, I, I understood how he felt. Like, I understood seeing something when you're a kid and just be like, wow, how did they do that? Because I would, see, when I was watching Jurassic Park when I was a kid, I would want to be like, wow, how did they make that? And I'd watch the behind the scenes over and over again, and I'd make movies with dinosaurs. But, uh, so I, I understood that. It makes some perfect sense. So the young Sammy goes home and he starts, he, he wants to get a train, he gets a train for Christmas. And he starts filming it crashing. In the, and here's where the main, really, source of the conflict in the movie starts. Is where the mom encourages Sammy to embrace his creativity and do the craziness just for, for the fun of it. And for the, for the passion of it. And the dad just doesn't really understand that. Because the dad's very technical. He's an engineer. He's not creative. He doesn't see the world like Sammy and Sammy's mom do. And because of that, they clash. And he just can't understand why Sammy would want to film a train crashing. Whereas to Sammy, it's because he's making art. He's making a film. But the dad just doesn't understand that. But the mom does. The mom, Michelle Williams, is so good in this movie. She really does an awesome job. Um, she, I, I'm not sure if she had some kind of mental illness the, the mom did. Uh, she might have... I honestly don't know. She had something, but... She, she was just a very interesting character, very, not what I expected. I, I didn't really know much about Spielberg's life, but I didn't expect his mom to be like that. She, she was a very unique character, and I'm sure since Spielberg made it, he'd try to get it as accurate as possible, so it's very, very interesting. But, um, but yeah, so he, Sammy, the young Sammy films these model trains crashing with the 8mm, and um, he, like, this filming these trains eventually gets him into a passion of filmmaking in general. And he starts filming movies with his sisters and his mom. And uh, he just becomes really passionate about making movies. And um, soon their dad, uh, or Sammy's dad, gets a, gets a new job. And he... The dad has a best friend who's played by Seth Rogen. And the dad, um, the dad's best friend is like, he, he's kind of like the surrogate uncle for the family. Like he's, he's super close. He's always at the house. He's really close with the mom. He's, uh, just really just part of the family. So, but the dad announces that they're leaving from, uh, I think they're in New Jersey. They're moving from New Jersey to, um, uh, Arizona because of the dad's getting a job opportunity. 
Oh, I forgot there was another weird, uh... There's another scene in there where... The mom... Like, randomly started driving the kids through a tornado. Which I thought was a little strange. Didn't really fit in with the rest of the movie. I'm not really sure what that was. The mom just has a very strange sense of, like, she wants to show the craziness and the imaginativeness of the world and, like, how wondrous the world can be, but she also puts her kids in danger at the same time by doing that. But anyway, so they go to Phoenix, and um, there's a time jump after this where he... Sammy is now making movies with um, his, like, high school friends. He's in the Boy Scouts, and he's making films with them. And I, again, related to this heavily because I did the same thing when I was in high school. I'd make movies with my friends. I'd write scripts, and we'd make stupid, goofy videos, and it'd be awesome. I I miss that, honestly, a lot. And, um... But the yeah, Sammy gets really good at filmmaking actually, and he presents all of his films to the Boy Scouts, and he gets his pageant or badge for it. Um, and the family all decide that they're going to go on a camping trip, with including the uncle. And they go on this camping trip together, and while on the camping trip, the mom is acting very. Like, I don't... She's just acting very odd and kind of distant. And the uncle, Seth Rogen, is very uh, close to her. Like, he seems to be consolidating her a lot. She seems to be with him a lot. It's kind of the background, though. But I, I when I was watching the movie, I picked up on it, and I was like, okay, something's going on here. And uh, Sam films the trip with his camera, and um, he gets a lot of footage of like what's going on and then as soon as they get back uh sam's um grandmother his mom's mom passes away and she's very like inconsolable she's very depressed and sam's dad goes to him he's like you need to make a movie with the footage that you took of us on camping trip because your mom needs it right now and the dad is so caring for the mom and so, like, nice to her, but he just doesn't understand the... He just doesn't understand, like, who she is deep down. Even though she's he's really nice to her and he cares about her, he just does not understand her. But, uh, yeah, he tries to get... He wants Sam to make a movie with the footage he got. And Sam is like... He, he wants to make a movie with his friends like, at the same time, and he doesn't have time to make the one for the camping trip, but his dad's like, no, you gotta make this for her. And he's like, okay, I'll make it. And as he's making the video, he begins to notice um, that... Oh, wait, actually, uh, fast, back, back to this. The, I forgot, the dad... They're in the, when the dad's trying to get Sam to make the video for the camping trip, he says that... Like, Sam's passion for filmmaking is just a hobby. And that is really the conflict of the movie, is the dad just doesn't understand how something like filmmaking or making art can be a job. It's not practical. It doesn't get anything done. It's technically not contributing anything. So he just doesn't understand Sam's passion for it. And I, I understand, like, such a... For that message of the film, I, I really 
resonated with that because film is such a hard thing to convince people on like the seriousness of it and how much can really be done with it it's just people just don't understand sometimes the like scope of filmmaking but yeah the dad just doesn't understand that but anyway Sam starts to make the video and uh, as he's making it um, the dad or the not the dad the uncle or his great uncle shows up. So Sam's mom's uncle showed up to the house. And this guy was like a old lion tamer and film worker. And he talks to Sam. And this, this conversation he has with Sam is like really um, basically covers like the main theme of the movie. Is that he says that filmmaking will always compromise his family like art will always conflict with um, family and you have to decide which is more important and which one you want to choose because like they, they will be at odds with, the, with each other and um, this is this is shown throughout the film as Sam has to choose whether like to go with his dad follow his dad's uh, wishes or go with the art, go with the, what he wants to do with his filmmaking. Because you can't have both a lot of the time just because they don't understand each other, they don't go hand in hand. But after he leaves, Sam starts to edit the movie and for the camping trip, and he discovers evidence of Sam's mom and Seth Rogen's character having an affair and Sam's horrified by this, and he's very angry, and he begins to uh, treat Seth Rogen's character. I think his name's Benny. He starts to treat him like shit, basically. And um, Sam's mom doesn't understand why, and then they get into an argument over it, or like just in general over everything, and she slaps, or Sam's mom slaps Sam in the back. And Sam is, like, it hurts him pretty badly. It leaves a giant mark on the, his back. And the mom's horrified at her actions. She feels terrible. And she goes, Sam runs to his room, and then Sam's mom comes and is like, I'm so sorry. And Sam finally decides to show her the footage that he's made. Because I think at this point he's kind of added all the camping trip footage together. And he shows her what he's found. And uh, she breaks down and just cries because she knows what he knows. And he promises to keep it a secret between them because he knows if the dad finds out, it'll be the end of their marriage. But um, after this, the dad gets another promotion for his job. And he has to move to Northern California. And this time, the uncle is not going with them. And the rest of the family doesn't really understand why. And the mom's very upset. But Sam obviously knows. And Sam's mad about everything with the filmmaking and his mom and Benny. So he goes to turn his camera and, or sell his camera away. But Benny um, sees him there while trying to sell his camera and goes to him and is like, yo, here, have, have this camera. I just got it. It's a pardon gift and 
Sam is just so upset with him. He just won't accept his gift because of what he's been doing with his mom. And Benny loves Sam and the family, and he knows what he did is wrong. So that's why he's staying in Phoenix while the rest of the family goes to Northern California. But that was the the last scene that Sam and Benny have is a really it really got to me because he's just begging Sam to keep following in his dream with filmmaking and not let outside forces get to it like his family stuff. He just has to focus on his dream, which goes back to that conversation with the uncle with the grunkle. But Sam just refuses to accept this gift of this camera that Benny's offering him. So. I think he ends up buying it for like a few cents or something and, and then the uncle leaves and that's the last time you see him but that scene was very really impactful man like damn <laughs> that got to me when Benny left oh man just makes me think like just thinking about it such a, that was such a good scene um but yeah uh so, they, they, the Sam's family arrives in uh, California, and at this high school, it, it, it honestly just turned into an 80s movie all of a sudden. Like, Sam was just getting bullied by these, like, neo-Nazi crazy... I, it's like, I, I can't even believe these sociopaths were this in high school. Like, people acted like this, just calling, like, being blatantly racist to Jewish people. It, it was ridiculous, like, what they were calling... Sammy, I was like, oh my god, crazy. It's like anti-Semitic remarks that you're saying to him. And I think that one of the names were literally like, I think their names were Logan and Chad were the bullies. I'm like, wow, that's nice. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Sam's like, just getting, uh, like, wrecked by these bullies. Then he goes home, so, cause they have, to, they have like a rental home before they actually move into the real home. The, the family does so while they're at their rental home the mom decides to get a monkey and she names it Benny which is really just like what the hell it's starting to get weird how much like like even on the way over to Northern California on the road trip driving from Phoenix to there she has to get out of the car and start crying because she misses Benny so much it's clear that Benny was the thing that she really loved and she's fallen out of love with uh, her husband, and actually likes her husband's best friend. And um, I think the husband at this point knows this. That's part of the reason why he left and knows why Benny had to stay. But he still has hope that his wife can, like, come to terms, but she just won't. And, uh, yeah, she just starts to kind of just go down a downward spiral. And, uh, but back at school, Sammy is getting bullied again. And he he embarrasses the bullies in front of his girlfriend in front of the bully's girlfriend and bully's girlfriend finds Sammy later and her friends there and her friends like a devout Christian and Sammy's I forgot to mention Sammy's whole family is like super Jewish well obviously because the bullies are making fun of him I said that already Jesus but uh this Christian girl is like interested in Sammy because he's Jewish and she's like talking to him about Jesus and everything and eventually they like make out and they hook up and then they start dating so Sam actually gets a girl which is pretty epic dubs and uh while they're um like he has he has her over for dinner 
his girlfriend over for dinner at their house. And she suggests that he should film the senior skip day thing at the beach, which would be a good opportunity for him to get his filmmaking skills out there because he's so passionate about it. But at this point, he still hasn't done anything with film for a while since he left and talked to Benny. But, uh, yeah, his um, girl convinces him and... Oh yeah, earlier in the movie there is a a scene where they show Sam making like a military movie with his friends and like he shows him like teaching this guy how to act like sad and it's just like oh man makes me so wholesome just bringing back memories of trying to teach dudes who have no idea how to act how to act and just uh, making the most of it it's a classic. But yeah, he decides to film the senior skip day thing at the beach. And this is his first time filming anything since the military movie. And he uses a 16mm camera that the, his girlfriend's dad owns. And uh, he films it there at the beach and it's a great time and everything. And uh, after he films that, I think there's a cut to when they Sam's family finally moves into their new house. And everyone in Sam's family is super, super happy, except for the mom, who looks extremely depressed. And the music's all swelling, and then I was like, oh man, I know exactly what's about to happen. And then it, it happened immediately. <laughs> like, the next scene is the kids sitting out in a room with the parents talking to him, and be like, hey, so we're getting a divorce. And I was like, oh, jeez. I knew his, his parents got divorced in real life, so I was like, waiting for it to happen in the movie. It took way longer than I thought it would. I thought it would have happened earlier. But they finally get divorced, and Sam's mom explains that she has to go back to Benny. And uh, that's just why she just has to, she, because she loves him. And even though her, her, like Sam's dad is awesome to Sam's mom, he's just not right for her. She's not right for him. And at the end of the day, they just can't be together. So... I mean, it made sense. But yeah, Sam's sisters just can't understand why, but Sam kind of already knew this was coming, so I think he he understood. But uh, at prom, the Sam finally shows his video of the senior skip day to the whole school. And in the video, he filmed the bullies who were making fun of him. He made them kind of look awesome. And the bullies, like, confused because... He made fun of Sam, so he was like, why would he make me look great? And then, can't, like, why would he make me look awesome? And Sam tells his girlfriend that he loves her, and she says, I don't love you. Sorry. We only started dating, like, a month ago. And I'm about to go to college, so peace. So they break up. But, uh, yeah. And then... The bully, oh yeah, the bully confronts confronts Sam about his portrayal in the movie, and or the senior skip day video. And Sam just explains like, "Yo, bro, I was just filming what I saw. I wasn't doing anything special for you. I was just filming. So you saw what you saw." And he's like, "Okay, 
I guess they kind of just come to an understanding right there. That was kind of one of the only scenes in the movie where I was just a little, like, a little odd, a little weird, how you kind of felt a little cheesy, because then the other bully, who is way worse than this one, comes in, and the other bully punches him, because he's, like, racist. It, it, it was an okay scene, that, that scene. But, uh, yeah. Then Sam goes home, and him and his mom talk, and basically the mom's like, I can't give up my love for Benny. And there's the whole movie, you can tell that she just is feels like lost without Benny. And whenever she's with him, she's happy. Whenever she's not, she's she's not happy. And Sam, whenever he's filming, he's happy. Whenever he's not filming, he's not happy. So basically what she's saying is she has to go to Benny. Sam has to do filmmaking. That's just what he has to do. It's his passion, it's his dream, and he's only happy when he's doing it. So that means he has to do it. And that's a, that's a, good, that's a great thing. The, movie, the movie's two things are like, uh, filmmaking versus family and following what makes you happy and not listening to what other people have to say about it. Um, and I, I really I love those themes. Those are, those are great. Um, but yeah, cut after that, it cuts like a year later. Sam is living with his dad in Hollywood. And Sam is in college, but he's just not doing good. He's failing classes and just not enjoying it and he's just like I, I, I just want to do filmmaking I want to I want to do movies and the dad um, he gets a the dad's like still like you gotta you, it's like college you gotta do what you gotta do man like everyone does this everyone goes through this and then he gets a letter and the dad opens it, and it's a letter of, uh, it's a letter from the mom, and it's the mom and Benny together with Sam's sisters, and the dad sees how happy the mom is. He sees that smile on her face. And I think at that moment, when he really, like, he sees how Sam's not happy, and he sees how his, how happy Sam's mom is with Benny. He sees that you just have to do what you love to be happy. So he tells Sam, despite the fact that, like, the whole movie, he's been saying, like, no, this filmmaking is just, a, like, a hobby. It's not a career. He tells him at the end, he's like, you know what? If it makes you happy, go do it. And I was like, oh, perfect. Perfect Perfect, perfect character arc. I was so happy when that happened. That was a great scene. And I forgot that Paul Dano did such a good job as the dad. He wasn't, he didn't really have as many big moments as Michelle Williams, but he still did a really good job. And then uh, Sam also opens a letter, another letter, and it's from CBS. And it says, hey, come here if you want an intern opportunity. And Sam's like, holy shit, okay. So he goes to CBS, and they offer him to work on Hogan's Heroes, and um, I was like, oh, man. 
what's going to happen here? Who's he going to meet? Because I knew he was going to meet somebody. He was going to be someone famous at the end. And they're like, all right, you want to meet the most famous filmmaker of all time? And I'm like, who the hell are they going to show? And then they show all the posters, and it's the same. It's John Ford. And John Ford, the movie that Sam saw at the very beginning of the movie was a John Ford movie. So I was like, oh, great. Perfect. Great. It's good full circle there. And the guy who they get to play John Ford is none other than David Lynch. I'm like, what? David Lynch is playing John Ford? And it's such a funny scene because he's so blunt with just telling Sammy about the horizons and how if it's you want to have it up top or at the bottom, not in the middle, that's that. And I was like, oh, classic. And after that, the movie ends with Sam getting that advice and he leaves the studio with a new opportunity to be an intern for films and that's basically where the movie ends and I was like oh wow it ended and I was like wow that was that was pitch perfect almost perfect I almost had no problems with that movie I I will say it's a little slow in some parts it does drag there's some scenes that don't seem as necessary and I can see that maybe as like a little self-indulgence by Spielberg because it's about his own life. So he's going to see some things as necessary that might not seem as necessary to other people. But still, they the movie's really good. I, I really liked it. And I didn't get that good of a box office, which is a damn shame because it's a really good movie. Really good movie. It's Spielberg's best movie in years. And it's also, I feel like, his most personal movie. Like, this is a... There's no big set pieces in this or anything. This is just... Personal family story. And it's a really good one, too. I, uh... I was, uh, I was moved by the themes and the characters in this movie. And what everyone went through. I was... Like, the scene with the uncle leaving... Or the, or the scene where the grunkle comes to talk to Sam. Or the scene where... Um... Sam says goodbye to Benny. Or the scene where Sam's dad opens the letter. All those scenes were just so good. And they made me just so, like, almost made me tear up. I'm not going to lie. They were just great. But, yeah. Spielberg's back. I hope he makes more movies. John Williams, this is his final movie. And his score was very minimal in the movie, but when it was there, it was very effective. It added a lot to the scenes. And um, it's going to be sad to see him go. Because his, his collaboration to Spielberg have created probably the best film music of all time. So, But yeah, he's... Spielberg, and I, and I wonder what he's going to make next after this, because I wonder if we'll go back to making like another action movie. That'd be kind of awesome. I'd love that sci-fi movie, maybe. Something darker, though. Not as kid-like, like Ready Player One or BFG. Maybe something like Minority Report or War of the Worlds. Let's go back to Dark Spielberg. Because I like Dark Spielberg. Because I, I, I really like Minority Report and War of the Worlds. People give War of the Worlds shit. I, I, I think that movie's great. I, I really think that movie's awesome. War Horse... There's another one of those movies that is a little weird. That's kind of like a Dark Spielberg, but not quite. 
it is in some places and it isn't wasn't this is very that movie is a very the, the, the movie's tone is very like bipolar it doesn't know what it wants to be if it wants to be a war movie or if it wants to be like a family movie it's very like shifting tones there but yeah anyways um I, I, I enjoyed this movie more than I thought I would I knew I was going to have a bias just because Spielberg and it's about his life growing up and it's about a kid who loves movies making movies so I'm obviously going to love it but uh, it really actually had a great story and great characters and I was moved so yeah guys um, I think that's really all I have to say about this uh, this is one of those ones I don't have anything too crazy to say about it. It's a very straightforward movie, and it's it has it says what it has to say, and that's that. And um, I really liked it. And I don't really have to critique anything about it. It's it, it just kind of makes it easy. It makes it short and sweet. So, yeah, guys. Um, I hope you guys are having a great day or night, evening, whatever, whatever the hell you are. Have a great whatever, and I'll see you guys next time. Eat your fucking cinnamon rolls, bitch. Thank mm-hmm. you.